Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. It's another week. Hello and welcome. Tonight, we're going to have ourselves a little courty chat. But before we do that, we're going to talk about our creative weeks. So, Joy, what did we do? (laughs) So, I think probably the highlight of my creative week was last Saturday, I attended. (laughs) Isn't that funny? The way that we can't really use that word the same way we used to. Anyway, I attended the Writer Moms, Inc. virtual conference, and it was just a lovely little shot of creative adrenaline, I feel like. Um, It was just so nice to be surrounded by other writer moms who are all crazy and crazed and, you know, as insane as I am, (laughs) and um, just share, you know, some writing craft things, and also just kind of share about life. So it was just nice to be surrounded by kindred spirits, if you will. And it was just a nice little boost. So we'll link to um, Writer Moms, Inc. The best place is a Facebook group. So if you're a writer and a mom, we highly recommend it. Love it. Um, They also have a website. So we'll put all that down in case you're interested in checking it out. I got to watch a little piece of one of the things because life is insane right now and that's all the time that I had for it and I hate that but I'm so glad that they recorded the panels and and the presentations yeah and so I'll definitely when when life slows down just a touch I'll definitely be back to watch those because what I saw was really really good yeah that's good so tell me about your week so last Sunday maybe actually it was probably two Sundays ago, two Sundays ago. Cause I forgot. It all runs together. <laughs> it, all, it does it all runs together. So I'm doing, uh, I had to come up with a closing activity. Um, Sunday school class is what we're doing, but we're doing group Sunday school. So everybody's kind of socially distanced in this big room. And so I had to find a way to have a closing activity that had some sort of meaning at the end of it. So it was a metaphorical closing activity for the story of Elijah, where he um, challenges Ahab to have basically a contest on whose God is greater, which is really, really difficult whenever you have to social distance the people who are participating in the closing activity. So... (laughs) I got to be a little bit creative last week with Sunday school's closing activity. So that was a lot of fun. And because nobody volunteered for this week's closing activity, I get to do it again. (laughs) It's because you just did such a fantastic job. Mm, I don't think that's true, (laughs) but you're very kind. (laughs) I think so. I think that sounds so cool. I love that account in the Old Testament. Like that really is the coolest account. Um, yeah, I read the whole chapter and like every the whole storyline 
And what they don't really tell you in the Sunday school book is that Elijah was kind of a dude about it. Like he was <laughs> super teasing the other people, mocking them and everything. And I was like, I know that you are like, I, I don't know. I don't know. He was a little oh, bit on the taunting you. side. Calm it down, dude. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> And I teach my kids, like, not to do that kind of stuff. And here it is. The prophet of God is doing it. So, really, who, who's true? Who's right here? Oh, no. Yeah, it had me tickled because I was thinking the same thing. But I was like, man, I teach my kids not to do this. Anyway. But that's what I did. And so this week we're actually going to use Play-Doh. We're going to use Play-Doh. Oh, okay. Play-Doh is always so. a crowd pleaser. It's going to be fun. They're going to get to make little sculptures when, while I talk about sin and temptation. It's going to be great. That's why nobody wanted it. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about sin and temptation. <laughs> Enter I don't you. know a third grader who wants to hear it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to love that, though. It'll be great. They're going to be playing with Play-Doh, so obviously they're not going to be listening to me. You never know. You never know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, so tonight we decided that we are actually just going to kind of continue this little bit of a chat. Mm -hmm. um, so back in the day before QWERTY Writing Life was born, <laughs> May and I declared ourselves to be the QWERTYs because every good team deserves a great name. <laughs> So each week, or as often as we could, um, we would either chat on the phone or email back and forth with our QWERTY report. Um, it was just a creative state of our respective unions, so to speak. Um, <laughs> we would share the ups and downs and bounce ideas and brainstorm and just share. Yeah. So we've been having a lot of structured ep episodes in season two and we, we and, and in season one actually as well. Mm -hmm. So we thought we would just kind of take a step back and do something a little bit more informal and candid with you guys tonight. So we're just going to chat. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. So in the past, we would start off with kind of what we had accomplished for the week. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we kind of did that with our with our creative weeks. We kind of showed you a little bit of insight into our creative weeks. Uh, was there anything else that you did this week that would kind of stood out, Joy? Um, well, let's see. I've done, I have done a lot. Um, I've been doing some editing work, a final proof for a manuscript. Um which actually is for my brother's book. So it's pretty special and exciting. I didn't know he was writing a book. Yeah, yeah. So this was actually his dissertation. So he got oh. his, um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're like, oh, a book. And then you're like, uh. I meant, oh. <laughs> it I is, meant. you know, I love it. But he is, he's definitely got a uh, specific niche audience because his is a uh, theological dissertation so the title of his book is the necessity of absolutes so if you were in um more of like the reformed presbyterian denominations like this is going to be really cool to you beyond that i don't know <laughs> if you're really gonna think it's great i think it's great but it's my brother <laughs> so you know <laughs> it's gonna be fabulous every, yeah. every story needs to be told so here we are <laughs> 
Yeah, and he is like seriously a genius. I've always been, I've always admired my brother and um, just loved reading things that he's written and just talking to him and um, seriously, total genius. So mm. that's kind of cool. Um, so that was one thing. And then I've just been doing some um, marketing stuff, making some graphics, preparing for some events coming up. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That is super cool. You mentioned your brother. So I also wanted to show you something. My sister finished an art project and she oh. sent pictures of it. So she's really good. Like, she's oh. really good. That's so cool. Um, she has a very specific style. Um, so what is her medium? She paint, does paint markers, so she really okay. likes like the doodle kind of look. Mm -hmm. If you guys are watching Aww. on YouTube, you will soon be seeing a picture of the project that my sister completed. This is one of them, and this is four canvases. If you can see it. Oh, how cool! And it's got like faces and some really cool stuff going on there. Oh my goodness, that is so cool. You know, it took me a minute to see the faces and I don't know why, but that is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's a really neat abstract and they all go together. So it's like these color blocks and geometric shapes for people who are just listening. And then this really cool abstract of faces. And it does take you a second to, to, to see it, but I think that's kind of part of the part of the beauty of it yeah like the appeal of it yeah so that's one of them and then she finished another one too and this one I can't imagine how long it took but can you see all of that detail oh my there? word yeah all wow. of that background so this one is of an astronaut and there's an open door and in the open door there's like clouds and sky but all around the door is nothing but tiny little doodles. That everywhere. is incredible. Isn't it? Look how talented she is. Oh my goodness. I just can't even like imagine having the patience to do that. Of course. That all right, so, well, so I guess that's kind of like my thing and this is her thing, you know, because <laughs> so, that takes a minute, but <laughs> But just but one. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, Joy, look at that. That yes. is incredible. Major so kudos to her. That's Mary Catherine Brown. She's on Instagram. She's Legend Mary on Instagram. So if you're interested in any of these things, she makes them and like on, on commission, just when people ask her to make them so she doesn't really sell them or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that if you guys wanted something, she would be happy to sell it to you. But wow, I was just so impressed because I didn't realize that she had grown into such an artist. Wow. That so, is amazing. Yeah. So legend Mary underscore. Okay. On Instagram. And we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. So we have such talented siblings. Yes. And you know, you guys know my brother is like a vocal performer too. So <laughs> I'm really behind. Like all I have are my little clickety clack fingers. So. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. So kudos to our siblings just being awesome and doing all of the creative things. Yeah. So that would be cool. I would love to know 
like from some of our listeners, do you come from a creative, like in the traditional sense, family? Like, mm-hmm. do you have a lot of creativity in your families? Um, is that something that you guys share? Yeah. Because I know, like when we did the episode with your brother on mm-hmm. as one of our interviews with a creative, um, there were, you were kind of learning some things about him mm-hmm. and his creativity on the air, which is, was pretty cool. Yeah. We'll have to these link to that episode too. Yeah. We can we, we have all these conversations and just, you know, living our lives and everything. And he had like these hidden crevices that I had never known about. So yes, it was, it was very interesting and enlightening. So, so for me and my family, it was like, we were encouraged to be creative on downtime. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a career option. So that was a hurdle that I had to jump in my mindset. I let myself be put in a box, you know? So here I am now <laughs> <laughs> and doing this with you guys. So There you go. I know it's crazy just the ways that we do put ourselves into those boxes or Um, society, community, family, friends, you know, whatever the case may be, might kind of push us into those um, things. And we've talked about that on some episodes in the past, too. Yeah, yeah. I think what's interesting and something I'm realizing now is that, yes, society created the box, but we jumped in it, you know, Mm -hmm. like I jumped in it and I chose to make this or try this path out. And sometimes it was just because it was easy, you know. Or I thought it was going to be easy and it ended up being really hard because I was going against the grain, like the inner grain, you know, like was what I really needed to be doing. I was going against that and the the things I really thought I was going against that. Mm. So yeah, I stepped in that box and I didn't step out fast enough, but I think that's all part of just trial and error and living and learning. Yeah, that's true. You know, it was interesting. We were talking about this last night at our small group, and it was just kind of coming up in conversation um, along the lines of, you know, you have these dreams and all of these big things in your mind of what it's going to be like when you grow up as a kid. And, you know, you just think, oh, well, I'll do this and I'll do that and all. And then when you get a little bit older and you start thinking about paying bills, Mm. it's almost like those dreams just kind of, they just, and then... You know, for some people, I don't know that they really ever think about those dreams again. Like some of the people talking last night were, you know, just kind of thinking, oh, I don't even really remember. Oh, this is what I wanted to be when I was that age. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I don't know that they thought of that in years. And whether or not it's something they could incorporate into their life now or would even want to at this point, maybe, maybe not. But I don't know. I think that if you have a dream, like we've talked about this before too, you know, it's never too late. And there are always ways to think outside of the box to make that a bigger part of your life if you really want it to be. Not that it has to be a career. Yeah, not necessarily. Though it could. It could. could. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I wonder people who have had those dreams and haven't picked them up and everything, you know, were they really that big of a, of a dream or was it just like, 
I wonder what it would be like to own a horse, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or was it a true passionate desire? And I think that that's what trying something does. It's, it really defines whether it's a true passion or desire, or it's just kind of like this whim that you hold on to. Yeah. So that's true. Good point. And we've talked, we, you know, as far as writing goes and and any, I think this goes for any creative endeavor. If you ever decide that it doesn't light the fire, it's not that passionate thing that you thought it was. It's okay to stop. Right. You know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with stopping, but you won't know that until you start. (laughs) If it's going to be a passion thing or if it's going to be a hobby or just something that you maybe had a whim. So, so yeah, got to start. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, um, you know, looking ahead, like what, what's going on with you right now? Like, do you have any particular challenges we can, cause that's one of the things we would do is like yeah. talk through brainstorm, things like that. You got anything going on that you're thinking through or thinking mm. about? I am having some of the same old classic struggles as far as time management and organization. Mm. So with the new job, I'm working about 10 hour days, you know, try to get as close to eight hours sleep as I can. So that only leaves six extra hours in the day Mm. to take care of my family and homework and household. So there's, and also me, because I'm still exercising and, and you're taking care of me in that way. But honestly, I don't think I would be able to do the rest of it if I wasn't trying to take care of my physical body. Hmm. So, and we learned last week that all of that kind of pulls all together with the mental and the spiritual as well. So that's kind of where I am right now. There's about six hours that I'm, a, I'm, I'm able to do my personal life and about 10 hours I'm doing my professional life and about eight hours that I'm sleeping. So I'm just, I just need about, you know, 36 hours in a day instead of 24. (laughs) And that's kind of where I am, but it's a season. So let's talk about that too. You know, this is not something that's going to last forever. And as I learn the job better and as processes get smoothed smoothed out and as new processes are added in, you know, these are things that are going to turn into habits and they're going to be things that I can put into an eight hour day and I can shave two hours out for something, something new. So those are the days that I look forward to. I can really, I see the silver lining and I can see how all of this is just foundational work that I'm putting in right now. And we've got to have a good foundation before we can build anything on top of it. And that's anywhere. That's professional, creative life, um, personal life, anywhere. We've got to have that good foundation. Yeah. So mental health, physical health, spiritual health, and then also just doing the work that needs to be done to have that good foundation. So here we are in this really strange place that I never thought I would ever be in. And uh, I have a mostly finished poetry book sitting on my shelf right now. And that both thrills me and saddens me because I would love for it to be a finished poetry book but the fact that I have worked through into something that has just 
when I, when I thought I'd finished it before, I was just like, wow, this is great. And I can see so much growth from even then. Like that was, when was that? 2017? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Goodness. I've so, forgotten. Yeah. So, so when I thought it was done good, a good three years ago, I want to say, yeah. like I, I was pretty proud of it. Like I knew it wasn't great, but I thought it was good, you know, but I feel like this is great. And I see so much growth in there mm. and a lot of character arc in there. So it's kind of nice to see that I'm growing as a person and then it's getting put on page. That's really cool to look back. So creatively, I'm a little saddened that I'm not in a different place. Um, especially with story swell, story swell is going to be this really big, beautiful thing. And I've had to put it on hold with the job change. And it's so sad. That's so sad. Yeah. I just like, there's these things that I want to do uh, on a writer level that I'm just not able to do right now. Mm. So this is is so frustrating. Isn't it? It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. And, uh, but the thing is though, is that, you know, I'm stimulated creatively because everything about this job is like creative fixes. Like it has to be because there are some things that are not able to be fixed with like technology and things like that. So you have to find a way to be scrappy and, <laughs> and figure out things to do. Um, and it also deals with like sales and marketing too. So there's promotional things and how to get our name out there and what's the best way to recruit at this point in time, especially with COVID. And, you know, a lot of these challenges just need a little bit of well, a lot of creativity and how we're going to be able to get there. I mean, so I'm not like creatively strapped, you know, <laughs> bound to the practical altar but I do want to write (laughs) I want to write more and I'll make time for it it'll be fine how about you oh my gosh what's going (laughs) on um let's see I've I've had to be very focused on the editing part and everything I do have um I have this proof that I'm finishing up this week and then I have another edit on a short story that I'll be doing next week and then I'm starting a new manuscript edit for a new client um, that I'm excited about but um, I've you know just kind of decided to go ahead and take on these tasks um, at this point in the year and once they're over uh, the rest of this year I'm going to be more focused on finishing up those two books um, of mine and doing some other things like that. So I am looking forward to that. Um, I also, and this is kind of a a fun new thing. Um, I have a short story that I had written a few months back and it was a new thing that I was going to just kind of try my hand at a little bit of a Southern Gothic slash supernatural kind of thing. Um, I've been very, been very fascinated with and had a lot of wheels turning on coming up with some angels and demons kind of thing, you know, kind of considering that spiritual realm within the context of um, the real world because it's there. And I just find that fascinating. Um, So that's kind of what is in this short story. And when I first wrote it, 
as soon as I finished writing it, and it's actually, it's on my website. You can read it now. But the way that I wrote it was wrong. Like I had the totally wrong tone. And as soon as I finished writing it, and I, and I did go ahead and put it up there, but I knew it was the wrong tone. I was writing it like I write my fantasy stuff. And mm. I was like, well, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've kind of been itching to get an opportunity to go back and rewrite it the right way, because I really do like this story. Um, I just needed to fix the voice, the tone, the mood, you know, all of that kind of jazz. Uh, so I was invited to participate in a reading um, for my library. And since this is October and the end of October is Halloween, uh, she wanted some spooky tales, <laughs> which is not typically my thing, right? So this is really kind of my first um, attempt. Well, my first public attempt anyway. <laughs> we won't talk about the others. Anyway, so I was like, well, I actually, I have one and I've been wanting to pull it back out and give it some tweaks. So perfect opportunity. And yeah. I've been chatting with Kelsey, my other critique partner, uh -huh. about it and kind of bouncing it a little bit off of her because, you know, as believers, as Christians, like, it's very important for me to kind of get some wisdom from other Christians on this kind of topic. You know, there's just, there's still kind of that, like, is it okay to, to kind of write about this or not? Because it's real, you know? And so, yeah. So she's going to kind of give it a read and kind of give me her thoughts on it. And um, I'm pretty excited about that. So, Because yeah. I have a lot of other ideas that would spin off from this, but also additional things that would kind of surround this theme of the spiritual forces. So we shall see. How is your very land coming? Oh. Are you still well building or? Yeah, kind of. I really haven't gotten to do a whole lot because I didn't want to dive into it because I know I'm going to lose myself. Like, I just, I love it so yeah. much and I'm so anxious <laughs> to get into it. Not anxious, I'm eager. I'm eager to get into it. But I want to finish these two books. So, and yeah. finish out Carolina's Legacy Collection. So, I'm kind of forcing myself to ignore all of the amazing fantasy books that I have like stacked up to read <laughs> until I get it. Yeah. like probably after the first of the year, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I haven't like set a certain timeline in mind or put dates on the calendar yet, but just what I'm thinking is once I finish with this edit, which will be, I think November 12th is when I'm going to get her edit back to her. Um, mm -hmm. After that, is when I'm really going to focus in on wrapping up these two books. And so yeah. I do feel like I can get through the rest of the research that I've been needing to do, um, the interviews, the talking to some, uh, some, you know, knowledgeable sources for certain things and stuff like that. I think I can get all of that done definitely by the beginning of the year. And once those things are done, the writing is going to go very quickly. So, um, I, I hope by April to be diving into my fantasy series. That's my tentative goal. That would be a birthday gift to myself because my yeah, birthday is April. There you go. So it would be a nice little little gift. <laughs> is there any like challenges that you're coming up against other than just mindset and time? 
Yeah. Is that why you're do, working on the editing a little bit more? You're still not quite there yet? Not necessarily. Um, these are just opportunities that did come up. And so I wanted to take those on. I had kind of wanted to have one more client this year, um, but I wasn't pushing super hard for it. But it's something yeah. that just kind of arose, and I'm excited about it. Um, like a new job, maybe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's a good thing, and I'm I'm excited. (laughs) You're like, what do I do with this? (laughs) Well, and I've had a bunch of opportunities, too, for speaking, like, and that's Mm -hmm. all popped up. So in addition to the reading, I'm doing three workshops for my library for both adults and teens. Yay. I'm really excited about that. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you and I are doing a workshop together this Saturday for Writer Moms. Yep, Writer Moms yep. and Critique Partners. Yes. So Writer Moms Inc. is starting a Critique Partner Connect. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Diana Smith is uh, one of the admins for Writer Moms, and she did a fantastic workshop about Critique Partners um, at the conference last weekend, and then she was launching this Connect thing, and asked if we would be willing to kind of share our experience. So we're going to be doing that with other writer moms. And we literally wrote a book on it. We're excited to share that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm, For sure. For sure. Yeah. I still would love to have that poetry book done by the end of the year, even if it's not out. Like, I still want that to be a deadline for me. I think that can happen. Do you feel like that can happen? You feel confident in that? Yeah, I just got to get a little time. And I, um, I'm surprisingly like taking this one bite at a time and handling one bite at a time. And if I look at the whole picture, it would be extremely overwhelming, but I'm Mm -hmm. trying to do what some great people who I've looked up to for a very long time in the business area has advised me to do. So one of those is my husband. So he advised me not to to look and do a lot of little things over like a long surface area. You know, so you have all of these things and they line up and they make a surface area. And, and I was doing like a little bit of each thing. And I was just getting so frustrated because I couldn't get anything really done. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I think you really need to pick the one that is bleeding the most, like you need to pick the one that is in triage. Like you need, (laughs) and uh, and I'm like, they're all in triage. (laughs) (laughs) They're all about to code. You just don't understand. (laughs) Well, that's how it was in my head. Like, right. (laughs) So I was like, they're all in triage. We're all going to (laughs) die. And he was like, no, honey, you just got to look at each one. One of them is going to be bleeding out worse than the other. And that's the one you need to focus on and just work deeper instead of wider on that one thing until it's gone. And then your surface area shrinks and you work on the next thing and go deep. And then that, you know, Mm -hmm. ideally it goes away and, or it becomes minor, you know, and so your surface area shrinks. And so I was like, that's really great advice. So that's brilliant. I'm, I'm working on doing that. So here we go. Here we go. Right? That we is so true, it. though. Like, I mean, when you, because I, I do the same thing. In fact, I was doing that earlier today. I had my long list, and I was looking at the whole list, and I was like, stop it. It's like, okay, <laughs> this, this has to get done first. 
Yeah. And it just, it and does make a big difference when you just focus in. And I do have that squirrel brain too. So if I'm doing something and an email comes in, I see the email and I'm like, oh, I've got to do this. And so I'll move from the thing that, so I'm trying to, I'm trying my best. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job just from like my observations from this distance, but I know it's hard. It's so hard. Yeah. It is. It's very challenging. Um, but, you know, we're made to face challenges. That's what we do as human beings. So here we are. <laughs> so, I mean, how are you feeling? Like, do you think maybe we could come up with a challenge to share? Well, our challenge could be to maybe share what's going on in your life with someone that you trust. And we do encourage you to let it be someone that you trust and not just, you know, random person over here or someone that <laughs> you are acquainted with instead of like super friends with. And I think it's important to keep the things that you are tender about with people that you trust. That could be a challenge or it could be, why don't you answer some of these questions for yourself? So how are you feeling creatively? That's kind of where we started mm. with this whole talk, you know. We talked a little bit about our creative trinity. So how are you, how is your creative trinity holding up this week? <laughs> and that's going to be your mind, your body, and your spirit. We talked about that last week. Um, are there any big events coming up in your life, creatively, personally, professionally? However, however, you want to segment that out. Are there any challenges that go along with those events coming up that Maybe you need someone to help brainstorm with over or, or something like yeah. that. I love that question. Mm. And what do you want to have done by the end of the year? Because, guys, it's October. How did that happen, right? I have no idea. <laughs> In this, no you know, idea. eons long year, it's like suddenly over. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. But maybe answer these questions. Talk it out with a friend who you trust or... Just answer them on your own. Maybe journal. Reflect. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have anybody that you trust and you do feel like you could trust a QWERTY or two, <laughs> please feel free to email us at editorial at logosandmythospress.com. And we would always love to hear from you. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Yes, and go make something. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think pretty writing life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting partywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.